Hello everyone, this is Shefalina Z, and today we're talking to Jenny Lin, who is the owner of Infinite Welco, and she's a yoga meditation expert who specializes in stress transformation in corporate America, which I wish I would have known when I was in corporate America before I switched my jobs. <laughs> uh, and we're chatting about miracles today, not yoga meditation yet, but which is kind of a miracle, but really the podcast, as you know, is about miracles and reminding us that if something could happen to Jenny, for example, then it could happen to you. It could happen to you in five minutes, in an hour. It could happen when you least expect it. And um, Jenny and I were chatting yesterday, and she was telling me her story, which she'll share with you guys. And I just thought, wow, if miracles happen, that's a miracle. And I'm always on a watch out for miracles. For those of you who are going through a rough time, who need a reminder that miracles do happen and that they're available for us humans, that we are connected to something bigger than us, that something is there supporting us, and that things can turn around. So welcome, Jenny, and tell us everything. Hi. Ah, great. Well, thank you for having me on your show today. I really appreciate it. And it was so wonderful meeting you yesterday um, and you sharing your story with all of us. Such an inspiration. So thank you for that. Yeah, I was so happy. Um, so yeah, we just met yesterday for those of you guys. We just met yesterday with Jenny at a retreat, um, Jenny and Craig's retreat, another Jenny. And uh, the retreat specializes in changing your mindset, which is awesome. And we'll have a, a Craig and Jenny also on our podcast again too. Um, but uh, Jenny and I were just kind of got into this, this talk and it was like, oh, I had this miracle happen. So yeah, tell me about the miracle. <laughs> Yeah, no, thanks. So, uh, you know, 10 years ago, uh, my husband and I, uh, we lived in Baltimore and DC and we were, you know, running around doing the rat race of traveling back and forth from Baltimore, DC, and just had that, I called it like the bebopping lifestyle <laughs> where we were just constantly go, go, go. And, you know, that was the, the time of your life when you're in your mid twenties and you have this career and, and all of that. And, um, you know, and at the time I was, uh, you know, exercising, doing everything right. Um, I was saying yes to everything that was absolutely possible just to get ahead and, you know, just taking on so much. And the funny thing about that is, you know, you don't start paying attention to yourself. You're just constantly doing and saying yes to all of these things. So in the midst of all that, um, I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to work from home. And that's when that whole uh, big movement of being able to work from home happened. So fantastic, you, you know, and so I was able to take my self-care and bring it into, into the home. So with that, my husband and I decided to, we live in Maryland, move down to the Eastern shore. So we, um, in Baltimore, we had rehabbed some houses. And so we thought we would do that same thing. Also, we bought this very large home, um, old 1800 home on the Eastern shore, really in the middle of nowhere to get away from that bebopping lifestyle. I was like, okay, I'm working from home and I want to, you know, get back into this like lifestyle or get into a lifestyle where I'm remote and, and away from all of it. So as we were doing that, um, right around that time was when the market crashed and we had had a, uh, a, um, a couple that was going to buy our house. Well, the market crashed that September but what we had done is that we had taken our, we'd already started, we already bought the house and started the process of rehabbing and invested a lot of money up front thinking that we were going to sell the house. So as a lot of people at that time, um, you know, it was just a difficult time where we didn't have those funds readily available. And then at the same time, things start kind of snowballing where our contractor that we thought we trusted, um, you know, took some of the money that we had given him up front and 
you know, so we didn't have that available. So we had this house that was gutted um, and half built. So with no plumbing, no electric, and thank goodness, my husband has a Volkswagen bus. It's a 1974. So we were oh, living wow. in that in our backyard. Wow. <laughs> so, and we had an English Mastiff at the time too. So it was my husband, our English Mastiff, he's 140 pounds, and we were living in at the property, but in a bus. So, you know, it just came down, Alina, to, um, you know, just what are we going to do financially because we had invested so much into um, this this contractor. And it was one of those moments where we were just like, you know, are we going to take all of our savings and put it into this home or are we going to let it go? And so that whole concept of letting go was the first time that it really came up in my life at that time. And but letting go is very challenging, right? Because letting go can also mean um, it can mean uh, shame, it can mean fear, it can mean that you're really challenging your beliefs. So we had to let go of the house, and that meant to me a lot of um, you know just not being in alignment with what my values and my belief system was. So we didn't sh- uh, foreclose on it, but we short sailed it. And so that's just kind of set me and my nervous system and, and my mindset into a, a whirlwind. And from there, we winded up um, moving into a one bedroom condo. And so that was fine. But again, going back to being at home and working um, at home, uh, you're disconnected from people. So it just, again, it just went down this rabbit hole of, you know, all right, I've already challenged my belief system. I'm already doing something that I didn't feel in alignment with. And then I'm not connected and I'm not seeing friends and all of this stuff. But in the meantime, I was still working and moving and going and going and going. And I was still exercising, which was great. And I eat healthy and all of that. But then I found myself at this event that actually was uh, not far from my house at the beach for work, there was about 400 people. And what happened was I wound up having a major panic attack in front of like 150 people out of nowhere. Yeah. So I, you know, it it was full fledged panic attack where I was in the ambulance. They, they took me out. I go to the hospital. Yes. And I was in there for two days. They couldn't figure out what happened. So they sent me home. And then from there I was, uh, just, I was stunned. I'm like, how can this happen? You know, you know, I'm healthy. I eat, right? I, I exercise. I ran five miles that morning, that morning. I'm living at the beach and all of this. So I winded up sitting outside on the porch with my dog, like two days later, the big massive. And my husband was in the military at the time and he was gone for a few days. And all of a sudden I felt hopeless. Like this overcoming feeling of hopelessness just took over me. And I knew in, in my core that I, that just wasn't me, right? I, I, I was so scared. I was like, oh my gosh, what is, where is this coming from? And I, I need to seek help. So I just called my mom and, you know, I just told her, I said, look, I, I've got to get some help and I'm going to go drive back up to Baltimore and, and go to the doctor. So I go to my doctor, I drive all the way back, all, all the way up to Baltimore, a three-hour drive. So at this point, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, okay, this is it. I'm going on drugs. I'm, you know, I'm going to be put into a hospital. I don't know. You know, just you're thinking all of those things. And so my doctor says to me, um, I want you, he hands me this card. And he says, I want you to call this man. And I'm like, okay. So I call this man and he was a psychologist. And he said, I go out in my car. And I'm like, I can't believe this guy just gave me a card. He didn't give me medicine or anything. So I go out in my car. I call this gentleman. And he said, well, I can see you today. So long story short about that, I wind up seeing the psychologist that day and he 
told me two things. He said, I want you to breathe. And I thought he was joking. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what do you mean you want me to breathe? I just had this panic attack. I'm feeling hopeless. All the, you know, I have all this stuff going on. But in, an, in, in all of that, it was this simple thing of breathing. And that's where you wound up finding the clarity, right, to um, be able to start to see yourself, see what's going on inside. So what I was masking was the fact that I had a lot of fear, I had a lot of anxiety, I had a lot of limiting, you know, my belief system was challenged with, um, like I said, with, with, with the home being, uh, being sold off the way that it was. And then it was just this, um, this thing about being disconnected and realizing that how human connection was so important to me in my life because I'm a very social person and all of that was gone and I was ignoring it through though the signs were there because I was anxious and I would have night sweats and I never thought anything of it but I ignored all of those signs that were actually always there so in that um, we winded up you know being in the one bedroom condo because we short sailed the house um, I, I, well, first of all, I continued on with the breath work and within six weeks, Alina, of doing the breath work and we also did visualization, um, my, my, I was able to sleep, my, my night sweats went away and I started having more clarity. I was starting to ask myself the questions that I needed to, um, but then in that, I wasn't sure how to get out of it and, and I was still upset about not ever really being able to own a home for like four or five years. So my husband and I were driving around one day um, within a month of all of this, and there was this cute little house for sale. Now, mind you, in all of this, they said, well, you can't buy anything. You just can't because, you, you know, you, your, your, your finances are terrible. You know, um, your, your credit's terrible, not your finances, but your credit's terrible. You won't be able to buy anything. So in my mind, Alina, I had this whole thought of like, I can't right? I can't buy a house. I can't do this. And so that was causing me still some of that stress that I was working on. And so we're driving by the house and I'm like, oh my gosh, that house is just the most perfect home. I would love to, that, that's where I want to live one day. So we get back to the, the condo and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call the realtor. My husband says, why? We, there's no way we can't get a loan. And so I'm like, well, let me just see what she says. I, I don't know. Well, let's just put it out there that we're interested. Because the house needed a lot of work, so maybe no one will want it. <laughs> so I call her. She doesn't answer. I send this woman an email. I said, hi, you know, my name's Jenny. We're interested in the home. And I told her, I said, however, we do have a short sale on our credit. Um, would the owner be interested in owner financing? She writes me back in 20 minutes and says, yes, she is. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yes. So, you know, the, what happens is, is that this woman... Um, who owned the house was this millionaire woman that never had children and have family. And so she wanted to find the right family, the right couple or whoever that would be for this home. So we ended up meeting with the owner and the long story short of that is that we've been living in this home for eight years and it's been amazing. So she worked with us and we sat down and she did owner financing for three years until we were able to uh, refinance through the bank. And from there, we've had this, this wonderful home and, um, you know, our lives have changed drastically, especially around this word can't. Okay. And this word can't was where the growth and the challenge became the miracle because even I was told I can't do something. And so that was what drove me, drove me to, um, call the realtor. And here, you know, that was the one thing that 
got us out of the mud, you know, and put us into more of an active state and manifesting the things that we want, along with the experience of going through the panic attack and being told with the breath work, it just started now coming out of the rabbit hole and then coming up on top with having the tools that we need to move forward and then seeing things differently, right? Seeing the the can't turning into something that you can blossom into and seeing that, you know, if we just turn inward and take time to breathe, we'll have the clarity and get the answers that we need and find out, you know, what we need in our life at the time. So we don't find ourselves in or minimize anyway, the anxiousness or find ourselves in that state of hopelessness, which um, I don't wish on anybody. Right. So, so that's where the miracle was. Um, Alina is in, in, is really in this, in this place of, of can't and, you know, just going down in the mud when it comes to not listening to yourself um, or not seeing the signs when things are off track. You know, it's so beautiful. Um, I actually bullet pointed as you were talking, like the steps that you took and you said you let go. And I read a really cool quote. It said, if it comes, let it. If it goes, let it. And I'm like, wow, okay, this is amazing. You know, so you have to let go of certain things, not not maybe yourself letting go, but like allowing things to be like, that's how it would happen with your house. You had to move and you're like, okay, I'm going to let go of my resistance. So letting go is not letting go of something. It's letting go of your resistance to whatever is happening. And you did, you let go of your resistance and you moved. And then you felt that hopelessness and your answer was to breathe. And then you had the clarity because breath work like a wind kind of remove the clouds, right? And you start seeing things differently because now you can see everything so much brighter and clearer. And then you're able to take action because when you're flying in the fog on an airplane, like they cannot land. You know, how can you make a decision when you have fog in your mind? And then you, when you saw that, you took the word can't and you made it into a can. It didn't let you stop you because it was just foggy before with all that stuff was happening so absolutely it's just so beautiful because i think everybody can relate to it so easily when things happen and we're like oh my god but i don't like it i don't want it to happen but like it's happening sister or brother you know it's like either you resist it and you're miserable or you allow it and you surrender it's like well it is what it is you know and somebody said i hate that phrase it is what it is but like no if it's if you resist the isness of life you're just going to make yourself crazy. And my, one of my friends just says, life is just lifing. Like, that's just life, you know? And then, but you have to have the breath to help you see clearer. And then you can figure out, well, what can I do about it? Because it is what it is. Exactly. What can I do? Not what can't I do? Because again, if you focus <laughs> on the can't, you're going to go crazy because there's so many things we cannot do. And it's like sitting at home, like, oh my God, I cannot fly by myself with my hands, like, well, you're going to drive yourself insane if you're going to be complaining about that, right? But nobody does it because like it is what it is. We cannot fly. We're humans. But we need to focus on what we can. Um, I know a friend of mine also, she focuses on everything that's wrong. I'm like, why, why do you focus on what you cannot do? You know, focus on what you can and take action. And like, she probably would have passed by this letter, by this, uh, by this ad and uh, she would be like, oh, I cannot buy the house. But you took the action. You're like, I'm going to try. Like, there's no harm in going for something. And I want you guys mm-hmm. to, to hear that if you're in that space of hopelessness and something you had to let go of and it sucks because, I mean, no, no change 
or that really touches our heart is easy. Um, right. So, but and just, really seeing the belief system that you have, right? I mean, the, the belief system of me having to honor, you know, you know, not paying for something. I've always paid for everything. So there, there was this this belief system that I was I was not worthy well, because I wasn't yeah. right, and then I wasn't good. You know, like oh my gosh, I'm I'm letting that go. But you know what's even kind of like another cool story about that is the person. So had I not let go of the belief. Or, or that, you know, let go of, okay, I, I had to make this choice that was best for myself and our family. Um, you know, I wouldn't have, you know, been where I am today, you know, here, even sitting here talking to you. But um, so the person that bought the house was actually the original owner who bought it back, who um, loved the house so much. So it winded up, if I wouldn't have, if we would have kept the house or we wouldn't have, you know, whatever, then this person, so it all the stars in the universe aligned. So it just, letting go and moving forward, it really was a blessing because the person ended up getting the home back that they really wanted to be in. They rehabbed it and they made it something beautiful and we're friends. And wow. so it's just really cool, you know, how, you know, it, you, you just put yourself in this, you get so stuck in, in, in your core belief. So I ask everyone, I, I hope everyone, you know, really take a look at yourself and see what, what are you holding on to? What is your belief about a situation um, and then call upon the one thing that you have that's with you always, your breath, and, and let that be your guide. And, and then you'll be able to start hear, hearing, whether not literally hearing, but you know, you start hearing and having that clarity, things will start coming for you. Because we have to fill that mind to be able to, to get the answers and to, yeah. or to see it um, more clearly. So, and then that can't, I encourage everyone, if you say I can't, you know, try to see where in that is, is the growth and, and the receiving because the can't is, you know, is, is, is actually such a big driver of people achieving things. So, um, yeah. you know, hopefully everyone can see that. And you know what? I, um, I've wanted you guys to also try this exercise, which is kind of fun. Uh, if you hold your mm -hmm. breath, like literally, if you hold your breath, like with your fingers over your nose, close your mouth and you don't breathe, you don't breathe. Like eventually your body will like, move, move your hand, breathe. Like your body loves you. There's life force <laughs> in you that wants you to live. There is something it bigger does than you. you right? There's something yeah. bigger than you that will actually like move yeah. your hand off your nose and make you breathe. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm saying this like not like to, to test anybody, but like, let me see if you can stop breathing. But you know, I want you guys to live. So it's, don't try it. Like if you don't absolutely. want to live. But if you want well, to live, and, your body wants to live, you know, and it wants to live and, and it's a dashboard. Like think of all of these things that, you know, the, 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 the sadness, the, this, all these emotions, it's just guiding you to be your best. Yeah. Right? It's saying you're off track. <laughs> exactly and there's something bigger than us and i just want I, like all these yeah. stories uh, and every other podcast that i do every podcast that i do is a reminder that there's something bigger than us that there's an alignment in the universe like you said like that person bought the house or how you bought it and this woman who was uh, who owned the house that you currently live in she wanted to help and she was looking for somebody who loved the house like it's it's all behind the scenes there's so much work and this, uh, you know, as much as I want to help you guys to get out of your uh, mindsets of a human and be in the mindset of a bigger picture of a universal mind, 
I want to do it for me. I do this podcast for me because I need that daily reminder, especially on Mondays, because Mondays a lot of people are like, oh, it sucks. <laughs> like, no, it doesn't suck. There's this bigger, there's bigger picture. There's something bigger than us, you know? And absolutely, we just have to breathe, see things clearly and take action. I think um, everybody who has had miracles, they were like, okay, I'm going to let go. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to trust. And I'm going to take action that I need to take action. And then the universe just conspires, like when you just take that leap of faith. So whatever you guys are working on creating or trying to create or resisting, just do breathe, you know, if that's the only action you take. And then feel like your gut feeling will say like, oh, maybe you should call this person or maybe you should do that or maybe you should go for a walk. Like whatever it is, I was listening to a book and the woman said she was walking down the street and her gut goes, go to this bakery. And she's like, I don't want to go to the bakery. There's nothing in the bakery I like. And she's like, no, go to the bakery. And he's like, all right, gut feeling, I'll go. So she goes to the bakery. She looks around. She's like, of course, there's nothing I want to eat there. So she leaves the bakery. And as she's leaving, she bumps into the person she needed to see. So it's, you know, just listen to your gut. amazing. I feel like there's like little miracles like that. Like just like that gut feeling. And it's connected to something bigger than us. You know, especially women, you know, women create life in their bellies and you don't have to be a mother necessarily to know that you were born in the belly of someone. So you come from a magic place where you come from two little That's cells right. into humans. So like, if you're not a miracle, I don't know what is. And if you are a miracle, which you are, then you can create miracles. So uh, I actually right. have somebody tell me that the pod in my podcast, that you are a miracle. You know, we are ourselves like to be here is a chance of like, one in a million gazillion trillion i don't even know oh, uh so it really is life's just so beautiful and it, it, it's a true miracle and meeting you yesterday and, and hearing your story and um you know was just amazing uh that we talked about you know you moving from from russia over to here to california and your your this desire and you're knowing that this is where you belonged and that's just so impactful and passionate and powerful for everyone to hear that message and then jen and craig you know um with uh, Jen and Craig, uh, Jen, Craig and Jenny D. I mean, their their story about leaving, you know, their 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 corporate world to share wellness and mindset work with with other people is just like hearing, like coming from the core of who we are, and it, it's just amazing to hear these stories. And then we're all brought together. So if you come from your core, the miracles happen, and then the universe just aligns you with all the right people, which. Um, was really evident yesterday when, right? when we all uh, were together. So it was it, really cool. And then like, your dog looked just like my dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know. Well, we have a really good taste in dogs. What can I say? That's right, right. <laughs> so um, thank you so much, Jenny. And tell me, if people want to get in touch with you, because what you do is so important in corporate America, bringing in stress a transformation, because I think stress is the number one killer of so many not just mm. dreams because dreams are healed, but actually people because stress is related to so many diseases, um, you know, heart diseases, are, you know, stress related organs, like so many things are related to stress. So um, tell me, how can people get in touch with you so they can bring some wellness and well-being and peace to their jobs? Yeah, absolutely. So my website is Infinite Well Co. It's all one word, no period at the end, infinitewellco.com. Um, you can also email me at Jenny, J-E-N-N-Y, at infinitewellco.com. And Facebook, the at sign at infinitewellco.com. So, you know, if you want to, if you have a company or yourself is, is someone that works for an organization or an entrepreneur, 
um, really uh, contact me to, you know, find out about the breath work and how we use our body to really transform stress. Instead of stress management and, and coping mechanisms, how can we, I can help guide you in transforming that stress into energy that's uh, really uh, going to push you in a place of um, finding, finding the miracles in your day and um, finding the, the less stress on your body, which allows you to have vitality and health within, which then raises our vibration and then ultimately changes the relationships that we have first with ourselves, and then um, changes the relationship that we have with our peers and our coworkers and guess what, our families and, and so forth. So we transform our stress um, and, and we see positive goodness within it. So we go into the organizations and bring seminars and let people where they are, where they work, right? Because everyone's working all the time and this yeah. is where we spend most of our life. So bringing it into the organizations and letting uh, uh, the, the, the executives and the directors, all the employees really, really try breathing, try the nutrition, um, practice it. Because once we cultivate it, then we become it. And so then versus just going to a website, and checking it out. So I love that's that. the power of, of that. Yeah, you're Thank welcome. You. And you're I welcome. love how so, you yeah. said transformation, not management, because you can't transform. You know, I, I have this saying that I say, you know, you take poop and you if you, well, life gives you poop, you put it and make it into a fertilizer and you let yourself blossom. And I love that you can put right. anything negative into something that is positive and something that's good, but you need to know how Absolutely. to do it. So um, thank you so much for sharing this, Jenny. And uh, to everybody, guys, just remember miracles do happen. And I'm so glad that you joined us today and join us next week when we talk about another miracle. All right. I'm sending you Wonderful. lots of love and until later. Bye. All right, bye.